0: Welcome back to the Reclaimed Podcast. My name is Ellie Herringshaw, and I am with?
1: You are with Mark Herringshaw. I happen to be your father and yes. your podcast partner and your reclaiming partner.
0: Yes, you're and my reclaiming buddy.
1: And we did a big reclaiming this week. We did. We've been talking about it for actually the last couple of podcasts.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it, yeah, it, it really happened, didn't it? It did. It really it did. did. So let's back up first maybe and reframe a little bit. If you haven't listened to the last two podcasts, you may want to go back and do that. But we'll we'll give you a little background right now and catch up.
0: Yeah. We'll give you a little, yeah, a little review, a slight review. We've been talking about weddings. It is summertime. Lots and lots of people are getting married. And um, I mean, people get married all the time. How many people get married?
1: Six thousand two hundred weddings on average every day.
0: That is insane. Yeah, Isn't that's that crazy. Something? That's crazy, and um, and so actually, what what sort of spurred on this desire to talk about this is my brother got married.
1: Michael and Jenna. Yeah. yeah.
0: He got married on Sunday. So this past Sunday, and um. And so in thinking about this wedding, in processing it, I realized that I needed to reclaim weddings. I, um, Those of you that are familiar with my story, I um, walked through a divorce last year after I discovered my ex-husband's long-term affair, which began before we were married, actually. And, um, and so the process that the Lord has been bringing me on of healing is to... Um, to reclaim places of my life that have been broken and, and wounded because of my, because of this pain. And, um, so not only my relationship was broken, but so much around my relationship became broken, including the memory of my wedding and, um, and weddings in general, (laughs) they became very, very hard to go back to, to feel, um, and just, I just felt lost and really hurt. And, um, at weddings, so so in preparing for my brother's wedding, I knew that this was an area that was going to be challenging slightly, and I didn't really know the extent to which the challenge would be there until um, I was one day um, looking for a dress for the wedding, and and um, actually had a panic attack in the mall with my mom, and that was that was sort of this indicator for me that was like, okay, there's. There's a lot of anxiety here. There's a lot of fear, and there's a lot of um yeah, this is going to be this is going to be hard. And that's how I knew that I really needed to be intentional about processing it and um and just be very strategic about doing it. So, so the first week we talked about um yeah, so this is week 3 of our wedding series. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um so the first week we talked about um we talked about what the importance of weddings, why we do them, why we celebrate them, what's the theology behind them, um, and like why, after all this time, after still fifty percent of marriages end in divorce, we're still people are still getting married. They're not just living together, but there is something powerful and and beautiful about it. And, and about
1: the community aspect of it, it's two people making a covenant, but we do it with a group of people and, and, and then we share their marriage with them in that
0: sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then the, and then last week we talked about, um, why I knew I needed to reclaim weddings basically uh, because of the, um, the anxiety that was there for me. Um, the, I mean, deep anxiety. I, we talked a lot about, um, my, my experiences with panic attacks and um, my struggles with anxiety and depression and how that has, how that did show itself in, um, in thinking about this wedding. And now we're going to recap. Okay. So So weddings are important. Uh, I had anxiety about it. What happened?
1: Well, I think it's important to, to know that your decision to step into this, that's the fundamental premise of reclaiming. Mm-hmm. you acknowledge, okay, there's a roadblock in my life, yeah, and you hit up against that by being aware, kind of auditing your own emotion. Wow, something triggered that deep anxiety. And so instead of conceding that or you know building a detour around it. Reclaiming, and if you want to to trace this really through everything that's in your blog, that everything that you're saying in this podcast, it's going into the pain with Jesus, yeah, and with your brothers and sisters who are going to be, you know, your comrades in courage Mm -hmm. to this. So that's actually, you know, in this case, there was no getting around going to the wedding of your brother, Mm -hmm. right? So this wasn't like a choice that you could make in one sense, but you chose to be very deliberate about how you were going to approach the wedding. Yeah, You you were in the wedding.
0: I was, yes. I was a bridesmaid. Which
1: was, which was beautiful. But the very, the very choice that you made then to be intentional to step into it um, was, was the strategy of what that day was going to mean. still, You had anxiety. Mm -hmm. So why don't we recap from your perspective and I can do a little bit from my perspective too, but let's talk a little bit about what happened for you in the day, kind of walk through it, what you felt, what you did in response to what Mm -hmm. you felt. And uh, I think there's probably lessons in this for all of us.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm. There, there's a. There was a lot of wedding festivities that happened. I went to first. I went to, um, Jenna's bachelorette party, um, which was so fun and really good to get to know, um, those bridesmaids of hers. You played softball. I did. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> we were we're laughing because my hand-eye coordination is just you know, it's not. It's not too good. (laughs) And that's okay. I'm good at a lot of things, but I'm not good at sports. We'll just say that. Um, But it was really, it was really fun. And it was, that was a really good way to get to know those girls. Um, But there's, I mean, these beautiful women who are just so like really, really wise beyond their years. So I was really blessed to be there, but that was really good because there was this opportunity that we had in the, at the bachelorette party to bless Jenna, um, to kind of like say a blessing over her and just like encourage her or affirm her. And, um, and in that I, you know, I wanted to acknowledge that I have been in this position before. I, so I, I did say like, as somebody that I have been married, I, I want to bless you as bless you into your marriage and, and even, like, be willing to give some advice. I don't want to be, I don't want to live in, I don't want to live in the shame of saying, like, well, because I have, I've had a failed marriage, I can't speak on it. I actually can, I can speak on marriage and mm-hmm. I can speak on behalf of somebody who has been married. So that was a good way to sort of mm-hmm. kind of just, I don't know, throw that in there. And then also to allow, um, Allow some of those women into the fact that this was going to be kind of hard for me. Um, I didn't want to shy away from that, but I didn't want to also make it about me. It wasn't about me. Um, but a lot of the a lot of those girls then became really aware that this was going to be not so easy for me at times. Um, and then there was the there was the groom's dinner which you guys hosted, that was there. It was that, that was a little bit more of like anxiety raising in me slightly, mm-hmm. um, of just realizing, okay, this is, I've been in this position before too. And, um, and the, the, the fear of what was ha- going to happen tomorrow was sort of building.
1: So the anticipation was yeah. becoming very real. hmm And you knew you had to keep walking on this path, Mm -hmm. but you were finding anxiety kind of creeping up. How did you handle that? Say on the night of the groom's dinner, what did you do?
0: Yeah, I did. Um, I took some time, um, to sort of step away a little bit at, at times. Hmm. Um, so I, I found some time alone and started praying and, um, and I, I, I need to do that sometimes, um, rather than just be with people in, um, in those times of kind of fear and anxiety I need to take a step away and and think and breathe for myself um, and then just give it to the Lord and um, and that helped that helps me a lot
1: you, you know I think the other thing too is that you've a lot of people around you you know who are walking through the story with you mm-hmm. and were aware because you had shared, that this was a reclaiming process for mm-hmm. you. So there there were people in the family. I'm thinking of Alexa kind of at, at this point.
0: That's my other brother's yeah. wife.
1: And and I think um knowing that these were triggers for you, for the people around you who love you, were just aware of that. Yeah. And, and I, I think there were a couple of times where some of the people close to you just came around you. Yeah. On that day, Mm -hmm. just gave you a little hug. And yeah, I think that's that's really that's part of the fringe benefit of being an active reclaimer. Mm -hmm. Right.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point that um, that in just in just voicing what you're dealing with saying, you know, this is actually going to be hard. Um, but I mean, there, there comes a level of self-awareness that you need to be able to know that it's going to be hard, but then to voice it to somebody and say, Hey, will you help me in this? Yeah. And I
1: think, I think of Alexa because she's very good at just coming up and saying, are you doing okay? Yeah.
0: She's so good at that. And she was huge on the, on the wedding day. That was so important. Her presence there. I mean, she has walked through this with me. You know, and be, just being a part of the family, she's been there the, yeah. the whole the whole way, and um and she was she was with all the bridesmaids. She was a she was a personal attendant, so she was she was there the whole time, and um and we were just able to talk on that level. It was so good, but but I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. Okay. Um, so there was um, so that night on um the night of the groom's dinner, um I took some time with the Lord, and I just really felt like he was really telling me that, that this, it, I am actually in a battle against cynicism. And, and, <laughs> and I need to avoid that. Like, I, this is actually, it's more than just reclaiming it. It's, it's taking a very practical and opposite approach of cynicism and bitterness. And particularly at a wedding... Yeah. It's so, it would be so easy. And my default to go there, my default is to be, is to be cynical in that.
1: And, and you know, there's a, there's a temptation there to lower expectation yes. so that you're not injured.
0: Exactly. And,
1: and, because
0: it's disappointment. And, and, I've had yes. disappointment. I have a hope in something, but yep. is my, is my disappointment outweighing the hope?
1: Yes. Yes. So you you know that. Mhm. Right? And and so part of this the lord's saying you've a you're you're at war against low expectations.
0: Yeah. Oof. Man, that's big. <laughs> like that's really loaded and that's really really hard. Yeah. Because experience tells me one thing, but the truth tells me the other. Yeah. And so what do I value more? Am I valuing the truth that I actually don't have? true, like physical evidence of that. I am a chosen person yeah. that I, that, um, <laughs> even that like, yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily have that physical experience, the yeah. physical evidence of it, but, but God is calling me to have a higher, a higher calling and, 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 and a higher faith.
1: And you know, what's interesting because, uh, and I think this is how the Holy Spirit works in coordinating things because after everyone left the the dinner, um, I just felt prompted to pull you aside and give you a little bit of a heads up on what I was going to share at the Mm -hmm. wedding. I mean, I had the the privilege of, um, convening the ceremony for, for Michael and Jenna. Um, I have a license to be able to marry people. So, uh, that was, you know, I I served two roles. And that's, you
0: have more than a license to do it. You're also (laughs) like, like anybody can get a license to marry people, but like you have, you, oh, I've done it
1: a few you, times with, yeah. in my pastoral role, but I, um, I wanted to give you a heads up about what I was going to say because I, I didn't want you to think that my message was designed for you. It, mm-hmm. it was actually for Michael and Jenna, and it did, the origin of the topic, which I'll share in a little bit, didn't have actually anything to do with what you were going through. It's, I think, it's parallel with it because yeah. it was about expectations about not lowering expectations, but knowing again that you were going through this, I needed you to know I wasn't preaching at you. Yeah. Right.
0: I'm so, and I'm very grateful for that.
1: Yeah. But, but the, the theme of expectation I think was that something God was working in you, but also in everybody else that was there, all of us, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's really, it is a matter of, in essence, spiritual warfare. Um, Because God is a God of hope. He wants us to live in the hope of the reality of the impossible. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, can you share a little bit about what you. uh, Yeah, that's jumping ahead a
1: little bit, but I think it's good because I think it's fitting here. So, yeah, the the message that I framed up um, was really around it, actually, came from a conversation with your other brother, Matthew, Alexa's husband. A few months ago we were talking, he, he and Alexa had been to a wedding and had come back and, and I have felt this pressure as the minister. Um, Often there's the, almost this expectation for that message to be a dose of reality, right? Where you're bringing people down to the, okay, you know, this is all really great. we got beautiful flowers. Everybody feels really good. This is a wonderful romantic moment, but guess what? Hard times are coming Right. And, and you're going to wake up some, some time and somebody's going to squeeze the toothpaste in the wrong way or say something. And wow, just remember, you've got to persevere. You've made a promise here. Mm -hmm. This is really hard. Don't think that this is what life is all about. And I actually, out of that conversation with, with Matthew realized, you know what? That's actually not what God wants us to see in marriage Mm -hmm. or in a wedding. That actually, this is reality. That what we're experiencing here, the Bible starts with a wedding in a garden. Yeah. It ends with a wedding in the garden. And square in the middle is this amazing story of Song of Solomon, Song of Songs, of, of a really beautiful, intimate love affair expressed in such amazing poetry. Love and romance is all through the story of the yeah. Bible it's the story of the universe and and so romance is actually something that expresses what's true and real much more than our mundane lives yes. so my my challenge to Michael and Alexa is to say Michael and, Jenna. Michael and Jenna is that this is real Yeah, what you're experiencing right now is actually how God wants you to live your life and and there's more coming this is yeah. more this is just the, the first taste of what's much more, not the high point, and, you, and it all's and downhill from here. And everything
0: else is like, well, now we'll go grocery shopping, right?
1: So, so I felt, I mean, knowing that I was going to share this, knowing that your battle was a battle against skepticism and cynicism about marriage, I wanted you to know I wasn't aiming that at you. However, it did play in, I think to the whole theme of reclaiming for you it for the really, weekend. It
0: really, really did. It really did. Yeah. You know, we, <laughs> I, I was preparing for the day um, before, you know, before the ceremony and everything. And, um, and I was able to be really open with, with Alexa and some of the other bridesmaids and saying, you know, this is, this is hard. Like, this is really hard for me. And I had this day for myself and it was not what I thought it was. And I, I thought it was this perfect day and I thought my marriage was this perfect marriage. And as far as, you know, as close to perfect as I thought. Um, but it was all, it was all just shrouded in these, in all these lies that were being told to me. And so that's why it was so hard because I was, I was experiencing this knowing that my brother and his now wife, that's not their story, but there's a, there There's this idea that, okay, so they actually have something real and I didn't. so it's almost a jealousy of why couldn't have I had this like why why did my why why is my story so different than so many other people's um, so there's there's a lot of emotions that were tied into that. Um, but I was able to be real and honest with that, which I'm really grateful for, but still but still be present for her. And to stand with her because it wasn't about like me standing up there for me. I was actually, I was, I was standing up there for her and for, for their marriage. Yeah.
1: yeah. And, and I think that in in the work that you had done ahead of time, right. Actually allowed for that miracle. Mm -hmm. I I don't think you were thinking about yourself for most of the day.
0: And it was really uh, yeah, about Michael yeah. and Jenna, like, yeah, exactly. like you, you were
1: given this, but I actually think Ellie, the, the work that you had done in knowing that was going to be a tough day, it was the reclaiming work that happened ahead of time that allowed actually that day to not even be consciously reclaiming. You really weren't consciously doing it at that right, point. Yeah. At that point, it really was, you were present mm-hmm. in that moment because and and you weren't thinking even about your future or your past, yeah, right. So right, yeah. So that that, um, but th- that came because you were intentional, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It really, it really did. Talk a little bit about about not thinking about the future because the temptation would <laughs> yes. be to think, okay, well, maybe someday I get another one of
0: these. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that was that was a big. That was a big thing that I was actually really grateful that it wasn't. It wasn't about that. I didn't want to look towards the future to say that is that's when I'll be able to heal. I needed to be present in this thing, mm-hmm. in this day, in this experience, in in looking at right now. But then also saying I'm now like continuing to heal from my past. I think. Um, I, I mean I I see this in some people that, you know, are that heal from um different kind of relational yeah. relational brokenness. Yeah. Um it's the rebound thing yeah. where they'll go to something else to try to yeah. feel better um and quickly move on to the to the other thing, to the next thing. And I wanna be really clear that I don't I just don't wanna do that. I need to become I need to be secure in who I am, secure in my own identity, in in God Um, before I can claim and find love with someone else. Um, So it just was not, it wasn't about that, but that's an easy thing to go to. Mm -hmm. So I'm really grateful that I was able to not, to not go to that. Well,
1: and and I think it's really, it was significant that, that people didn't even say that to you. People I, didn't say that to well, me, Well, yeah. I, I, often yeah. that, that that does people, happen, right? right. A people, lot of people, oh, people it's have okay. been like,
0: or like there's other fish in the sea kind of thing. Like, oh, like you're, you know, you're so great. You deserve somebody, blah, blah, blah. Um, thank you. But don't move me towards that. Like yeah, But that fast. didn't happen here. It didn't. And everyone it didn't. was so
1: focused on Michael and yeah. Jenna that that allowed you to like set Ellie aside. Mm-hmm. And I think that was, again, what I want to say is that doesn't happen by accident. Your your pre work in reclaiming allowed that to really,
0: yeah, happen I, I and think flow. So, I think so too. Yeah, to be very, I was, I, I, you know, I was really intentional about it, and I felt like the Lord was was showing me that the timing of this wedding was really <laughs> was really important in um, in that I wasn't, I wasn't like too depressed or like I wasn't um I wasn't too Mm self-focused I have I've been I've been processing this and going through reclaiming events for a long time so the timing of it was was just a really it was really good where I wasn't too far down the line um to be um you know to even like be in a relationship right now I think it was really good and strategic that I and was single and doing this alone, um, to sort of just dive into this, um, where I needed to stand on my own and really trust God in it, um, rather than trust someone else. And then, um, and then it wasn't, it wasn't too soon in my healing process where, where I was cynical or, or skeptical. Um, I was able to just be really, to, to just be really open with it.
1: So, uh, talk a little bit about, um, some of the things that were going on in your mind, in your emotions, say during the ceremony, yeah. say during the reception. yeah, Just talk a little bit about your own awareness of what was going on in you yeah. during that time.
0: I cried a lot. Did. I did. I knew I was going to cry a lot. I love my brother. I think he is just one of the most incredible people and so so I mean we have a really special relationship him and I and so I was really really happy that he was that he was getting married um so I was crying as a sister would cry at his at you know her brother's wedding um but standing up there with them um I was also really sad for me too so I was I was you know thinking about me a little bit in that in um in knowing that it didn't end that this way for me or um yeah I was I was sad and I think that that was okay so there were there were tears of of grief a little bit in in some of the ceremony particularly with your sermon um but there was something in that that the Lord really called me to to drop and um to to let go of this identity Hmm. that this has that that my divorce and my sadness has been defining to me. Um, so I really, I, I can't really quite explain that, but I felt like I dropped something. I felt like I dropped this Right identity. there at that moment. Mm-hmm. Wow. Quite literally of, um, of uh, being, being up there at the altar of, um, I mean, in front of a lot of the people that actually were at my wedding, friends and family, of yours that were at my wedding. Um, you know, I was up there kind of sorrowfully a little bit, but also joyfully for Michael, um, grieving my own grieving, what could have been and what, what isn't. Um, so there was a lot of that, but, but I, I felt like I really dropped that to then be totally present for them. Mm. And, um, and then in walking out, in walking up the aisle, and then through the reception, I felt so much joy for them mm. and and for me too. Um, joy for my present. Not just hope for the future, but joy in saying, this is where I am. This is where God has brought me. This is... I am reclaimed like yeah. I I'm free.
1: I, I I just noticed you were engaging joyfully and playfully with a lot of people. I was I mean, a lot yeah. of people you really care about. Yes. Are there. Absolutely. That's the great thing about the, like, these kinds of gatherings. It pulls together friends, family mm-hmm. that wouldn't necessarily come together yeah. at another time. And you were very, um, Very engaged with those relationships, has some good conversations, didn't you? And
0: and when I'm, yeah, I had wonderful conversations. And when I'm, oftentimes when I am in a depressed state, state, that can be really hard for me. I can feel a lot of social anxiety, and and I was just so present with, Hmm. with the now and with with Michael and Jenna's wedding and their union and, um. And that's just the Lord, He is so faithful to bring us through. like I did not think I was gonna be strong enough to do that. I stood here recording the you know the podcast last time, thinking like, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know how yeah, I'm gonna be able that. to reclaim well, that you
1: said that you didn't i did know if you were gonna like fall apart
0: i I didn't know, I really didn't know and and I think that that's a really good place to be of of like just being honest with ourselves. And saying, you know, I am weak, like, but in that weakness, I have to depend on God. I have no other choice. Yep.
1: And then your identity shifts and you're strong.
0: Exactly. Yes. Because in, in my weakness, then I depend on him. He gives me strength. Yep. When I am weak, I am strong. That's it. That's it. It's yeah. He, he, he empowers me and, and that's exactly what happened. Um, so I was able to be. I wa- I wasn't striving at that point to fight mm-hmm. cynicism. Yeah. It wasn't like a I think I at, at that point when when I dropped when I dropped that whatever it was <laughs> um at the ceremony was, I don't it think it was almost like
1: an identity that you had wrapped around your experience. Yeah. You know, to say I am this. Yeah. But you you let that. I think you let that go in a way.
0: And and I think that at that point I wasn't even fighting. I wasn't in a. I wasn't in the battle for against cynicism anymore. I think I won the battle. I think God won the battle for me. And um, yeah. And that's not that's not my story anymore. I will. I I will not. That will not be my default. Hmm. And. Hmm. It was, I was just, I'm so grateful to, I'm so grateful to God. So,
1: um, there, there was one particular moment that I think was very powerful for all of us.
0: Um, I think I know what you're going to (laughs) say.
1: Well, why don't you tell it?
0: Yeah. So when, during the, during the reception, um, the, the bride and groom have their first dance. And, um, and then the, the bride has her, her dance with her dad And, um, and then Michael chose to do a dance with, with mom. And, and as they're dancing, he, I I was like standing off to the side and Michael looks over at me and he's like, he like kind of waves me over. And I was like, no, I like, I was like, what? (laughs) And I was like, shaking my head. No. And then he like keeps waving me over. And so then I went over there and, and mom left and he wanted to, Michael wanted to dance with me and I was like I lost it. I was so it was so beautiful. It was like I'm like getting emotional thinking about it right now because um first of all, I love him so much. He's like I just love him. But this moment of he was he was he was being so selfless in that of being of of being a reclaiming buddy of saying like this is hard for you, but but I'm here for you. Well, and on, on
1: his day.
0: Exactly. On Jenna's day. Exactly. Right? I That's, had no expectations of that. Yeah. I really I really yeah. didn't.
1: But you know I I I, I think the the general um, hope there is when we allow people around us. To walk through with us mm-hmm. as you have. Yeah. Um, and that's not always we've 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 done a podcast about how hard it is for the people around those yeah. who are in pain. Yeah. Because we empathize and it's ours too. I mean that the 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 divorce affected everybody. That's that's what a wedding is, is you're inviting all these people into your marriage. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you did that it having everybody around you for your wedding everybody was around for your marriage too it affected everybody but what what you've chosen to do is bring everybody into your reclaiming mm-hmm. so that that's how moments like that happen michael's been with you in this healing journey and yeah. believing for you and so in in this day that was um, almost all of the day is focused around the words that he and Jenna were saying to each other he had really the 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 character and yeah. the beauty to reach out and see you and bring you into that so it was like in a way he's like bringing you into his hope that i I interpreted that, that that's what was but happening there
0: I think you hit the nail on the head there yeah that's that's absolutely what I felt and um i i, I it was just it was just one of the most beautiful moments of my life. Like, quite honestly, yeah. it was um, it was so humbling and so encouraging. Um, yeah.
1: So if you if you think about, I mean, this we've told a story today, right? I mean, basically, it's been <laughs> these little bits and pieces, and and um, and I hope as you're listening to this, you know, you've got maybe the the patience to kind of listen through our fits and starts here, right? You're telling this <laughs> part of the story and that we're trying maybe to give you a mental glimpse into, you know, that day. But I I think that the, perhaps what we can all take out of all this is the importance of community and relationship in this whole process and how by opening up over the last months, that's what you've done is you've, opened up and at times it's been it's been hard for everyone around you as as it's been hard for you but then everybody also gets to share in the joy and the healing exactly right and it actually has to happen i I don't know that you can do reclaiming in your closet I agree that it really has to be be opened up and in a way a wedding is the very center of that because weddings are about this individual couple and their personal intimate covenant with each other being opened up and shared with everyone else and I think the healing of that of a broken marriage has to happen corporately too yeah and so what a fitting place for that to to take place for you and to step into hope. It's
0: mm-hmm. your middle name. It is.
1: And and battle cynicism. It'll it'll be your and I think the Lord in sharing that with you, it's it's like the the temptation attack against you will be to attack your hope. Yep. And so by by stepping in and saying, I'm not gonna let that happen, and then the people around you saying, We're not gonna let that happen either, mm-hmm. like Michael inviting you into the hope that he and Jenna have that's amazing. And it's God's amazing provision Amen. for healing. Yeah. So weddings are reclaimed, aren't they? They are. They are.
0: They are. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a, I have a number of weddings that I'm, that I'm actually going to, It. I mean the, the timing of this one was perfect because it was my first one to attend um, since, since my divorce And I have a number of weddings this fall of friends that are getting married and, um, and I'm, I'm going to go alone and I'm really like, okay with that. And, and I wouldn't be able to say that before.
1: Now we should say this too. That doesn't mean that when you go to each of those weddings, you're, you're going to have probably another project at each Mm -hmm. one to kind of ponder and think about, um, Reclaiming is is a never ending mm-hmm. journey, mm-hmm. right? So you take them one at a time, yep. and probably you know before you head off to the wedding in the fall, it's like, okay, Lord, what what are we gonna do here? But the first jump in the lake is is kind of the yeah, the
0: exactly.
1: most uh, the most challenging in a way. Now you know you can do it. Yeah. Right. So. So good. So good.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm just incredibly grateful and, um, and I hope that this can be encouraging to any listener that's, that has something kind of looming there in front of them of, of thinking that there's no way I can do that. Or, or maybe you feel like you, you are, you are also in a battle against cynicism and cynicism is winning. Um, that is actually not bigger than the hope that is in Jesus. And, he is there with arms extended um your 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 experience may say that that there is no hope that there is that that there is no there's nothing past this there's nothing better um but that's actually not the truth that's right. and um and the truth that is in Jesus Christ that's in the cross outweighs your experience and, and that is actually true hope. Um,
1: yeah. Let me just pray along yeah, those themes. Yeah, let's do that. You are a God of hope and, and in hope for the joy set before you, you endured the cross mm-hmm. on our behalf. So you're, you're the author of hope. It's, it's a part of who you are, and you give that to us. And in the name of Jesus, we bless everyone listening to these words. We bless each of you with the hope of the love of God and of a life full of fruitfulness and exceeding, abundant, and above and beyond all we could ask dream or imagine. So open up in the name of Jesus right now. We just bless you, each of you. Open up in the name of Jesus to the possibility of God giving you a miracle of hope. There may be no reason in your life to hope other than the gift of God, the gift of his presence in you. So in Jesus' name, receive the miracle of hope. Above and beyond skeptical, cynical realism. The real truth is the goodness of God. And be blessed with that in Jesus' name. So good.
0: So good. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Reclaimed podcast. For more information about reclaiming, visit reclaimed.com. That's R-C-L-A-I-M-E-D.com.